Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Things we do for art. Before we begin tonight, I just wanted to remind our listeners that our club pins have arrived and that they've turned out great. Uh, they're enamel on metal and two inches tall. You can get them on Etsy. Uh, I'll post the link below. Thanks for your support. Our scenario is Uncle Timothy's Will. It was written by Keith Herber, and it's part of a collection entitled Blood Brothers. It's available from Chaos Event Drive through RPG. Our keeper for tonight is Holly Buto. It's not her first time running a game, but it's her first time for us. This is episode one. So without any further delays, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Holly? High on Harps Mountain in backwoods, Vermont, lies the old Duncan Mansion, a place well known to you from the many summer vacations you spent there as young children. Your uncle, Timothy Duncan, longtime owner of the house, has recently died, and you've been invited here to witness the reading of his last will and testament. At the time of his death, Uncle Timothy was thought to have been worth a large sum, and it is expected that those gathered here tonight will share in the inheritance of this fortune. We open at the mansion itself on this cold and rainy April evening. It is nearly seven o'clock and strangely the only heirs currently present are fiona duncan and jack duncan found lounging in the sitting room miss darling i don't know how you got here before me i purposely left early to get here and here you are well you know um those of us who don't throw our money around ridiculously on preposterous caviar and cocaine parties, take uh, trains that, uh, you know, the regular people, your hoi polloi can afford. Mm. It was the most reasonably scheduled train. Uh, you seem somewhat critical of me, darling. I don't throw away my money. You throw away the money of the working class, indeed. You throw away <laughs> the, work, the money of the oh, proletariat, their very blood. You're one of those now, are you? I have been principled for as long as you remember, certainly, if you remember more than last week. Well, I have a very strange feeling that we might be alone tonight. Nobody will show up at all. Well, then it's all odd, baby. I will admit that would not be objectionable to me. Lord knows Sidney doesn't need any money. After all, he's the most important and elevated and educated of all the Duncans. Twat. Yes, I hear Lord Jeffrey's on his way. Really? He went across the ocean for this? Maybe uh, the estate's not what it used to be. Hmm, who knows? Anyways, uh, I don't know. Is there going to be a lawyer here tonight? Uh, obviously, to read the will. I believe that's how these things work, Fiona. How on earth? Thought of that. How's he going to get up here? Hmm. Um, I don't want to ring for anybody. I don't know what the staff is up to. Could I pour you something? Um, do we have champagne? I've, um, Drink it's... carts can be found in almost every room of the mansion. Uncle Timothy was quite fond of his vices. Do we have servants? Uh, drink cups are yes. over there. 
And as you say this, um, the ancient and wizened British butler, Jameson, enters the room. Uh, you recognize him. He has worked for Uncle Timothy forever. Uh, Miss Fiona, Master Jack, yes, it's very good to see both of you. Uh, can I serve you anything? Do we have a champagne? Yes, of course, of course. Thank Master you. Jack. Uh, good to see you too, Jameson. You're looking very well. Um, uh, just uh, scotch and soda. Soda. Excellent, sir. Excellent. And he bustles around the drinking cart. They're being awfully nice to the servants. They're people too, Fiona. You know, once this is over, I hope to be able to cut the strings to the lot of you. Oh, <laughs> suit me just fine never to see any of you again. Yeah. That's the second thing you and I agree about, Fiona. I guess being part of the younger generation, we might have a few things in common. Now we will cut to the rest of the heirs driving up the treacherous mountain to get to the Duncan mansion. Um, rewinding a little bit, it's around 6.15 as the three of you follow the winding roads up Harps Mountain. The rain is really coming down and your headlamps barely illuminate a path. You're driving slowly, hugging the mountainside as no barrier exists between the dirt road and the steep drop off to your right. A bad move would surely send your car right over the edge. Um, Harvey, you're in the lead and you are coming around a corner and slam on your brakes as you see a police officer Standing behind a barricade blocking the road, Sydney and Lord Jeffrey, you come right up behind uh, Harvey. You're not really sure what is the cause of all this. Um, oh, comes, <laughs> <laughs> and he comes up and he taps taps on your window, Harvey. Okay, well, uh, I will I will roll it down a, a gap just enough to get through. Hopefully, not too much rain is splashing mm -hmm, in on mm -hmm. me. Uh, yeah, sorry, sir. The road's closed for the weekend, weather conditions and all that. They make it real dangerous to get up the mountain. I'm going to have to ask you to turn around and go back to town. Uh, it's it's very important that we get through here. Um, I'm now, sorry, sir. It's it's a matter of public safety. It's matter, matter very of, dangerous. Matter of public safety. Uh, now, now I would know this. Uh, is there a lot more down this road or just the family mansion? Is that it like is just the family mansion. Okay. Uh, say... Uh, so I say, uh, my name is Harvey Duncan, Allen. I am I am here to, to visit uh, my home for legal reasons. I am a lawyer. I have to cross there. At this point, we, it is only the family household. And behind me, including nobility, are here. Officer, we have to continue on. Uh, go ahead and make a credit rating roll. Um, Sydney and Lord Jeffrey, is there anything you want to do? Oh, come on home, because I don't know what's going on. You can see I'm, a police officer like leaning in to talk to Harvey. I'm just I'm going <laughs> I'm, I'm to light a cigarette and sit there quietly and, and wonder why he's decided to stop the car to talk to a man who appears to be dressed as a postman. <laughs> I missed that by over 50. I'm, look, I'm sorry, sir. I don't care who you are. I don't care if that's your family. You can certainly come up again on Monday. It's supposed to, the weather's supposed to clear up in a day or two, and then you can come back up. 
Okay. okay. As it is, it's a matter of safety, and he's going to kind of go down the line and, sir, sir, if you could just pull your car around, um, Sydney, you're at the rear. So he's going to come up to you and say, sir, if you could just pull your car around, I'm having every, everyone needs to go back down the mountain. Weather conditions are unsafe. You're on mute. What's going on? Sorry, I had my window closed. <laughs> the weather conditions are making the road unsafe. I'm going to have to ask you to turn back around. It's a private driver, isn't it? You haven't got a right as a policeman to close down a private drive. We're, we're on our way to the house. Make a make a persuade roll. Oh dear. <laughs> roll seventy three. So how much down can I do? No, I don't. Nowhere near it. Okay. Listen. The a request <laughs> was put <laughs> in. <laughs> a request was put in that the barrier be laid up the mountain road because of the dangerous conditions, sir. And I'm going to have to ask you to turn $50. around. $50 if you didn't see us. Well, all right. Well, and he kind of thinks for a minute. $50 is over a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Jesus. Doesn't matter how pretty that broad was. This is good money. Come on. That. $50. There you go. Let us through. We're not going to mention it to anybody and you've never seen us. All right. Good man. Good man. Jesus. Thank you, officer. Thank she, you. She French broads. Crazy. All of them. And he goes <laughs> and moves the barricade and waves all of you through. You pull up what they to... Said, thank you. Thank, thank you, Posty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever Sydney did, the post, the, the postman, now you got me saying it, Nick. The police officer has waved you through. You pull up to the the house. The rain is now falling in sheets. You see the front door open and that tall, lean figure of uh, Jameson the butler hurries out to greet all of you with umbrellas. Yeah. Quickly now, quickly inside. Yes, good to see Enjoy you, Master Harvey, Master Sydney, Lord I'll Jeffrey. Bring, I'll, I'll bring me bags in, give you a hand and everything. I've got me cameras and everything with me. Excellent. Mine are in the car. Excellent. And he's shuffling, helping you all with your bags, giving everyone umbrellas and helping you into the house. And as you um, enter, he Pleasure says... Pleasure to see you again, old chap. Are we working you hard still, are we? Oh, well, I, it's been uh, it's been good. It's been the last, uh, the last few years have been good, Master Sydney, ever since we've oh, seen... Oh, years of our lives were spent under this roof with you. Oh, You're that's in. very kind of you, Master Sydney. Are the vipers here? Miss Fiona and Master Jack are both in the sitting room. Can Lovely. I get anything for you, gentlemen? Whiskey, please. Yes. Uh, brandy and soda, if you please. Excellent. Scotch. Excellent. And Good evening, Fiona. Fiona and Jack. Jack. So My pleasure to see it. you both. You yes, made it up the mountain trouble. Had to bribe our way to get here, of course. Oh. Donna sends her love, of course, and Peter and Elaine, the kids, they, they send their love, especially to Auntie Fiona. You, uh, you had to bribe them, well, so much for the Vermont Police Department. Well, it was you who put them up to it, was it, I suppose? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to of course, that. darling, I figured if none of you arrived, uh, old Jack and I could split it. Anyone else want a cigar? You, Jeffrey, Jack, you're old enough to smoke? 
No, I, I, I brought my own cigarettes with me then. Okay. Yeah, these are silk cut, um, thanks anyway. And by the way, Fiona wasn't planning to share a penny with me. <laughs> he got here before I did, so... I'm surprised you were even talking about money. Speaking of money, Gosh. Lord Jeffrey, how are you doing? I take it that's some sort of attempt at humor. <laughs> take it however you will. Yes, Acquainting the sense of humor is. I'm very well, thank you. Good to hear. I'm surprised it was worth a transatlantic journey. Surely uh, whatever Timothy would leave would be pennies to you, probably less than a fare across the Great Lake. Is this everybody? Well, surprising as it may seem, it's more a case of paying one's respects. Uh, oh, you can affect Americans now. That's an interesting change. Where's that old tart Elizabeth? Can't see her anywhere. I don't think she's coming. Oh, dear. One slice of the pie for fewer. Of course, Jameson comes in bustling with drinks. Sees oh, all of you taking shots at each other, <laughs> serves, and quickly <laughs> exits. Thank you, Jameson. Pleasure. Nice whiskey. Always, nice, always has nice whiskey. One thing bring you over with you, Jeffrey, when you came over? Any duty free? I'm, I'm more of a brandy man, to be honest with you. Well, I can't turn my nose up at a nice cognac. I must admit, especially with a cigar. Mm. I did bring a couple of bottles from the cellar. Yeah, so. With you, so dull. Can we put on some music or something? Some dance music. I'm sure you know how to operate a juke more readily than the rest of us, Fiona. I'll some drums or something. That's it. Some of that jazz stuff. Jazz, darling, jazz. I wouldn't imagine that Timothy kept a lot of jazz shellacs around the place. I think. I prefer Debussy, to be perfectly honest. Debussy has never done me any harm. So I'm going to go turn on the record player. Plus, I can't dance at my age anyway, so. Uh, James, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Jameson comes in and says, um, uh, dinner will be served probably in the dining room. Excellent. Um, uh, uh, do you know when the uh, solicitor or whatever is supposed to show up? Jameson? He's having dinner with you, sir. Yes. Oh. No. Do you know the fellow? Is he a good man? Is it Harvey? Uh, I thought it was Harvey. He's a lawyer. Uh, God you, save God. us all if it were Harvey. Yeah, I know how the will would read. Well, he's a lawyer. Huh? Yeah, I am a lawyer. <laughs> a profession. Bill exactly as it was presented legally. <laughs> With that, I will go to dinner. And I will, um, just to give everyone a look at the estate, and then I will send it to you in chat as well. So this is the layout and you know it very well of the Duncan mansion and the estate that it sits on. So you um, head to the dining room and you see uh, Jameson bustling around with a roast 
some sides, drinks are served, and a man that you don't recognize. Um, and he says, this is, this is the lawyer, Mr. Turner. Um, he'll be presiding over the will uh, after dinner. Pleasure, Mr. Turner. What does Mr. I'll Turner sit look down like? in my usual seat. What does he look like? A uh, balding, large, middle-aged, nice suit. <sighs> it's a shame circumstances like this bring us together and we can't cover at happier times. So I'm very sorry for your loss. I like, so, Mr. Turner, I what's like a to, man? To, to, to speak with Mr. Turner, I want to ask you know, how long you had worked for Uncle Timothy. And... We, uh, myself and my partner, presided over your uncle's estate for the last 20 years. He was a good man. He'll be missed. Harvey. Harvey would have been a man for the job. Mr. Turner, what's, what sort of salary does a man like you make? Oh, well, it's a, not polite to speak about salaries in, in polite company, Miss Duncan. So oh, she's not polite. Please. <laughs> we make an exception for her. Fiona's Fiona. She's been to Europe. Ben, I've lived there for, for a number of years. Shame you didn't learn anything about social graces while you were there then, isn't it? Learned a lot about ceilings. <laughs> yes, I did. Quite a few. I'm sure. Somewhat mirrors. Do you mind if I... Is dinner about to be served? Yes. Okay. Do you mind after dinner if I make a phone call just to let Donna know I arrive safely? Oh, you know that there is no phone line, that there there hasn't been one made up to Harps Mountain. I yet. wouldn't have asked that question, Ben. No, I was all. Just ask James to go down the mountain and make the phone call for you. You yeah, know, I'm uh, going out again in that weather. Politely inquired where the oldest lamp is. Sorry, where the what? He would have politely inquired where the oldest lamp is. So he could send a message in Wolf's oh. oh. <laughs> Where are your semaphore flags? <laughs> what was on the menu tonight, and who's cooking? Well, the cook, presumably. Yes, but is it the same cook? I mean, last time. Do you remember the last time? That lamb? Sydney, don't pretend. You know you can't remember her name either. I know I can't remember. She was a common never got to see her, did I? She was always in the kitchen. She was Perry or Penny or something. Con like Consuelo. I shipped off of, I got shipped off. I got shipped off overseas at the first opportunity, didn't I? Mind you, got the pleasure of meeting Jeffrey. Well, I got stuck in Switzerland for years, so. I mean, I did go to finishing school, darlings. Finish school? That's not stuck. I just couldn't get away from it fast enough. What did you learn to finish? You finish. Question. At least you finished school. That's the main thing. And Jameson carves a lovely roast for all of you to enjoy. Tastes delicious. Okay. You should put in. That Argentine. I remember them when I was in England. They're very nice. 
and then a cigarette. Well, have we got wine? Oh, yes. There's drinks of all kinds in the night. I shall raise my glass and say, let's hope nobody chokes. <laughs> to the memory of Timothy and better days here and for all of you. I will drink to that one. Let's hope for a large inheritance. Let's hope for a just inheritance. It's just me. You've tried that once, fine. Ah. Do you suppose As... somebody's going to get the old place? Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'll talk. Anyone seriously want this old dump? That's the question. Such high maintenance so far out of the way. Probably costs more to actually do it up and keep it going than it would be to keep it, actually. I mean, perhaps if somebody inherits the manse, they should get the rest of the money to keep it up. Well, I was always his favorite, so perhaps I'll get lucky tonight. The prodigal niece. No, um, interesting thing, though, if uh, you are interested in real estate, I happen to have a significant amount of property available in Florida where it does not snow. It doesn't have the crazy people that Vermont does. They're sane in Florida. It always uh, And are the alligators sane too? Oh, the alligators. They're not as bad as everyone says. It's stolen Indian land, isn't it? Oh. What part of our... What part of Vermont? <laughs> I think it was awfully chilly up there for the natives. You know, they just wore loincloths and things. Are they seagull properties you have in Florida? It's a it's a very good coastal property. I haven't really been down there yet. Just, you know, uh, good investment and real estate, best investment, because they don't make any more of it. Well, I say it's not a bad house for what it is. I mean, well, you know, for a replica. Well, you'd sell it on anyway because you live the other side of the pond, don't you, old chap? Well, no use to no use for this place, have you? When one has the real thing, the the copy seems a little tawdry. I have to come over to England for a holiday sometime with wife and kids. Must do. It's cold, it's wet, it's foggy. Oh, I know. I lived there for a few years. Strange Paris. Paris is much more beautiful. I feel a rather pressing urge to point out that I live in Scotland. Not in England. Do you? Yes. So you're not properly English. I'm not English at all. I was educated in England, but uh, I regard myself uh, very much as a as a Scot, culturally at least. Were you educated in England about the grotesque class system that's been maintained there for the last three thousand years? It, it serves a purpose. 
I'm sure the uh, we wouldn't have uh, we wouldn't have uh, built an empire if uh, the country was run by uh, journalists and bankers or dreary types like that. You know, as well as I do, that the empire is gathering water in the bilge and will sink in no time. You can't keep the workers of the world down forever with your um, flotillas and all that clap. Oh, uh, but my dear boy, we have tanks now. Hmm. Good luck getting those tanks um, across the channel. Well, they, 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 they worked well keeping the keeping the angry peasants down in, uh, in Glasgow recently. So uh, I, I think they serve a role. Looks like Jack's education at Columbia has not taught him about the Great War. Interesting. Money well spent. I am still a student, and it's not as though I'm unfamiliar with the war. Oh. Well, it was a terribly long way away, wasn't it? Thankfully, it was. And again, it was fought for international interests and bankers, as you said, at the cost of the blood of many of the uh, workers. As it goes on I'm, about I'm sorry, eight o'clock, it's, <laughs> it's a little bit well done. The horseradish sauce it always sets me off. After the lamb from last time, this is absolutely excellent. After about it's going on about eight o'clock, uh, Jameson comes in to clear away the plates. And the lawyer, um, Mr. Turner, stands and says, if you'd all join me in the sitting room, we can go over the contents of the will. Thank you very much, certainly. <clears throat> Let's go. So he gathers his briefcase and- um, Calm down, Fiona. And he looks at all of you and he looks at the paper he has Five dunk. We're missing a. Who are we missing? We're missing a Duncan. Elizabeth. Sydney. Jack. Elizabeth. Elizabeth's not here. Uh, missing well. Elizabeth one bit. But correct, she is not here. Well, yeah. um, unfortunately, she will be forfeiting her portion of the inheritance then. Oh dear! It is a I hope we get to know what her portion was. Does her portion get split five ways then? Oh, I, this that will be addressed. Yes, Miss Duncan. Yes, I hope it's not the house. All right, let's begin. <clears throat> I, Timothy James Duncan, being of sound mind and body, do hereby leave the following to Jameson, my butler, who has served me for the last forty years. I leave one thousand dollars <laughs> to Henrietta, my maid, who has cared for me these last 10 years, I leave $500. The estate and all remaining assets are to go to my remaining heirs on the contingency that they spend a weekend in my mansion. This will be split equally among all of those in attendance. Anyone who chooses to leave before the weekend is over will be considered to have renounced their inheritance 
which will then be split among the remaining heirs. How are we supposed to split a house? Oh, that's awesome. Are we well, going to have Ms. to sell it and split the money? It's called the illusion. Says, yes, Fiona. That's what the will says. That's what the will says. Haven't we already established that none of us want the bloody place? So. The estate. What's it valued at? Yes, the the um, mansion and the estate it lies on is um, worth an estimated one million dollars. Well, that could be worse, I suppose. That's twenty two hundred thousand each. If everybody stays, I believe my uh, myself and my partner believe that your uncle may also have um, other assets. He didn't trust the banks. So if they would be anywhere, it would be somewhere on the estate grounds. Um, judging by conversations we had in various paperwork, we believe there is an additional $250,000 somewhere along, somewhere here in the estate. Finders keepers? Well, everything has to be shared out equally after all. Absolutely. So no, why he wouldn't trust the bank. It is 1928. It's never been a better time to trust the banks. Time, time to get the knives and the mattresses and see what's inside. Oh, of course you would first think of mattresses, Fiona. How very, very on brand. I was speaking to a medical colleague and he knows somebody and on the grapevine is there is hope for the future because I think they might have found a cure for syphilis. You know, Victorian hang-ups with sex and little old. This is the modern age. Hmm. Well, so we must stay here the entirety of the weekend. Yes, sir. That is correct. Particular set checkout time? Uh, Sunday, first thing Sunday morning at your leisure. Um, so, I will be here. Turn, uh, yes, that was my question. You'll yes, be... I will remain here on the estate to assure um, everyone remains. You can, if you need anything, um, of course, after this meeting, I will be in the room next to the dining room. That's, now, that's does this mean that we have to stay in the house or the grounds, on the estate? The estate, you, the estate grounds. So the, the lawyer is staying here? Yes. Oh. Mr. Turner, if uh, perhaps Jameson, our trusted old friend, has uh, booby-trapped the place because he's gotten such a small share and there are, you know, I don't know, what you, tiger traps in the Rose Garden, what should happen if you should not be able to report on our compliance, Mr. Turner? Mr. Duncan, is that some veiled threat? Not in the least. I'm just, it seems like such a simple challenge to stay here for a couple of days, a place I've spent many happy week. Maybe well, he my... wants us to fall in love with it again. My concern is that if you are the only evidence of compliance, that if you should not be able to present that evidence, I'm curious and on the legal point. I'm sure Harvey would be curious too if you actually studied law. My, my partner down in Hampton um, will join us on Sunday morning to finalize all of the 
paperwork and division. If, if I were to somehow not make it through the weekend, Mr. Duncan, my partner will be up on Sunday morning. That's comforting to know. Well, I'm forgetting a steak knife and chopping up some furniture. I think Fiona. But furniture has gone. You can't start chopping it up. But there might be money stuffed inside of it. Do your own room first, then, darling. Leave my mattress alone for the time being. I'm going to bed soon. It wouldn't surprise me completely, Fiona, if there were money stuffed inside of you, but I'm not exactly permitted to take a steak knife to you and find out. Nobody would see you. would really like that, wouldn't you? One less person. This could turn into one of those murder mysteries where we all start bumping one another off. Is that the sort of thing you read on the continent? It's an idea. <laughs> it's called literature, darling. I'm a qualified member, so if anyone does get attacked, I'll be able to help them. We have drugs. Uh, which rooms are we sending us up in? Um, I was hoping to have my usual room. We will assume that Fiona and Jack, because they got here first, had dibs of sorts. Um, so I will ask them first which room are you in? I took the red suite. Is that room one, two, three, or four? If you look at the map. Three. Three. And Jack? You're on mute. All right. I like the upstairs. I'm looking again. I like him on mute. Room number four is upstairs also. Yes, I'll do that. Okay. And there are two remaining guest bedrooms. So who is bunking up? Where's the lawyer staying? In the executor's room, next to the dining room. Is the master bedroom available? Um, Jameson will, uh, he gets kind of a look on his face and he says, that room has been locked and I cannot find the key. Well, I don't mind sharing if it comes down to it. I went to boarding school after all. Uh, Vols downstairs, let's see. I will take room two next to the bathroom. Jeffrey? I'm not at all bothered. I'll I'll, um, take whatever. Me and you, old chap. David Jameson, are you sure you can't find a key for that room? I've I've been looking since your uncle's death, little Jeffrey. Uh, he preferred to keep it locked anyway, and I have not been able to recover the key. Well, can't haven't you got a screwdriver or something? Can't we? I didn't feel it was my place to start dismantling your home. What room number on my one? Home. Number one. Thank you. So, Jameson, you mean the both the door from the hall and the door from the study are locked? The study is locked. The master bedroom is locked. So there are two keys missing. It's one, one skeleton key, sir. I don't know where it is. Did anybody make sure that he wasn't buried with them? Um, it wasn't my duty to prepare the body, I hope sir. they checked sure. his pockets. Well, look, if there's a quarter of a million dollars at stake, then clearly we just forced the door and 
search the bloody place. It's well, certainly, is. if you're going to be breaking any of the family property, we'll do it all together. Keep an you eye on each other. Hire a locksmith. Lay some screwdrivers down in the uh, the workshop. You should have hired a locksmith, Fiona, instead of those rent-a-cops you put on the road. I still that's don't understand why you one, thought it was appropriate to get a postman to tell us that we couldn't come up here. One mm -hmm. cooks with the macaroni that one has. Have you ever cooked in your life? Most of my boyfriends say so. Enough of this chitter-chatter. I want to find money. It's like a, a, a treasure hunt. You know, to my car, I'm going to get a flashlight. When I get that disqualify him. Anyone fancy going to have a look in the attic? If it's going to be money, I should imagine it's going to be up in the attic or in the basement. So if there's an attic, I think we should go and have a look. I've got a flashlight. <sighs> Very well. I say that you can go find the money in the attic because if you find it, we still split it, all of us. Well, of I say that nobody hunts alone because, of course, if anyone does find the money, it's not like they're going to be able to hide the fact from everybody else and they've found a large pile of money. So they've got to share it anyway. It's not like they can sneak off with it. Because if, if they sneak off with whatever they find, it's still less than the value of the property they're leaving behind, isn't it? Sydney, my I part at least I'll, I'll i'll go with i'll go with sydney to search the attic um at, at, at the very least uh something to do isn't it i can understand what he's saying it's a blessing like fiona who seems to be speaking in some sort of she's drunk arcane slang okay i'd say that Oliver, uh, oscar wilde was right wasn't he two nations separated by a common language well, she's Trey Prezien these days, anyway. What on earth does boyfriend mean? Is the attic easy to find, or is it a very well-concealed attic? Or no, you, you, childhood mischief had you up there at least a couple of times, so you know yeah, what it says. I'm going to go the bedroom. Okay, Fiona well, searching the bedroom. Harvey, what will you do? Um, I would uh, like to uh, first go inspect the uh, the master bedroom and study uh, doors to see if the hinges are exterior, mm -hmm. um, and if that if it could just be have hinges popped out. Okay. And Jack, what are you going to do? I'm going to. Uh... Having enjoyed that roast, uh, ask Jameson for a, a nice port and take it in the library. Okay. Um, I imagine that if um, Uncle Timothy's playing games with us, that's a place that he would leave some hints for those who are less brute and more intellectual. It's really for his family to understand. They know they have to be pretty obvious ones. Harvey, you'll find that the hinges are on the outside of the door. Yes. Simple. Um, and then with that, uh, I would like to uh, get to the, the workshop. I assume that's where the tools are. 
Okay. And there seems to be a way if I go down into the basement, I can go mm -hmm. straight to the workshop. All right. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to look for a, a screwdriver and a mallet. And, Interestingly, uh, um, when you go into the workhouse, you notice that there is um, a lot of um, metal shavings and rivets all over the floor. You don't remember it being this dirty and, and rough um, the last time you were here. It seems a bit odd. You know Uncle Timothy wasn't the type of man to work with his hands. Okay. Um, I'm going to look around to see what tools look like might have been used uh, more recently uh, on that. Well, still looking for my screwdriver and mallet. Sure. We'll say you can find a screwdriver. That's, that's a common enough tool. Um, you see that there are some uh, metal working tools that seem to be recent, have been recently used. Hmm. Um, are there any scraps or anything such as that? Just, just these like copper, like copper shavings and scraps. That's, that's all you see. Hmm. Well, I don't like it being a mess in a workshop. That is dangerous. I would like to also see if I can just sweep that into a, a corner. Okay. And um, is there anything you want to do before heading back up to his room? Nope. Okay. I have my tools. Um, Jeffrey and Sydney, you go and fetch a flashlight from Sydney's vehicle. You remember the entrance to the attic uh, in the hallway on the second floor. Um, and as you pull down the, um, the staircase, it's just cobwebs and dust. Obviously, nobody's been up there in a long time. Um, when you climb up, it's boxes and boxes of old things, furniture draped with cloth. Um, Uncle Timothy was a well-traveled man, and he collected a lot of artifacts in his travels. So this, this looks, you know, just like the leftover stuff he didn't want to put on display. I'm going to shine the torch around, have a look, reminisce over some stuff that we remember. Oh, look, there's that so-and-so, yeah. But just have a look around and see if anything's about. We can't do much in the evening, can we, Jeffrey, old boy? But maybe come back and check again in the morning. Yes. Oh, look. That's where we were playing sardines once and Elizabeth bit me. <laughs> did she bite you, did she? I'm surprised you didn't catch anything. Yes. You know, can even buy you, old boy. Let me know. I've got plenty of penicillin. Hello. That was England, anyway. Things going all right with you and back home? I wouldn't know. I live in Scotland. Well, I Scotland. I may have mentioned. <laughs> you got better in mind I'm American. Yes, yes. It's been a few years since I've been over that side. You have to come over and stay with me and Donna and the kids at some point. That'd be nice to put you up for a while. Yes, I uh, I dare say I will have to. Well, there doesn't seem to be much of interest up here. 
Oh, it's the same old stuff, really. I just got came up here to get away from the chit chat more than anything. You know, I think I, I, I might leave you to it. To be honest, it, it, it doesn't look terribly uh, promising. I think I'm going to go and uh, have a look in his uh, in, in his library. Oh, old chap, I'll be down shortly. Like I said, I don't think there's going to be an awful lot, but I'm going to have a bit of rummage. He did travel quite a bit, didn't he? Don't hurry down on my account. Oh no, no, it's quite, quite, I'm quite enjoying the peace and quiet. To be honest. Jack, you are, you walk into the library. Um, Uncle Timothy was well known for his collection of books and hundreds and hundreds of them line the shelves. The smell of his preferred cigar still lingers in the air. Um, as you walk around, some things that light on you as being very familiar include the old fireplace, um, with the strange, very dark and very old blood stain in front of it. And you're the youngest of the family. So you remember some stories about you. You can't put your finger quite on what it was that was the history behind that. Because by the time you were growing up, most everyone else was already gone and grown and gone. But you know that there's some story behind that in the Duncan family history. And above the fireplace is an old shotgun. What would you like to do? Uh, so this blood stain, it's it's a it, so there's a stone hearth that's quite old, and it and the and this stain is baked in, in the wood, kind of in the wood in front of the, in the, the wood. hearth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's after the house was built, not before the house was built, that this Correct. was stained. All right. Mm -hmm. um, I might as well, while I have a moment, solitude, um, see whether the shotgun isn't inoperable order in case things should get hairy. Okay. Um, you take it down and it is in desperate need of a cleaning. All right. Um, that would take uh, some doing and maybe a little expertise, but maybe I'll, well, we'll see. Um, is there a globe? There is. I'll give it a spin and see if it spins evenly. Um, it, when you try to spin it, you see that it's actually an open, like a drink cart oh. inside, it has drinks inside of it. Mm. Well, that's seeing the innocence of childhood. I never realized I'll top off this port. Oh, that's a nice one. Um, very good. Uh, all right. Now let's see if I were uncle Timothy and I wanted to show that only a worthy member of the family should find his extra bits. Um, well, let's figure out how the books are ordered. Are they by edition, publisher, alphabetical by author, categories? They're um, alphabetical by author. And most of um, Uncle Timothy's collection was uh, first editions, rare prints. Really, like the collection alone is worth a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, I, well, I, I'll make small notes in my pocket notebook as I look just about if I don't win the great prize, there are some first editions I can slip into my luggage. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I think, uh, let's see what he's got from EA Poe. Uh, I, maybe he's, uh, maybe the, he's got an edition of the gold bug that's a solid gold bar. Make a spot hidden roll. Eight. 
Ooh. So you, you don't find anything from Poe, but sitting next to Uncle Timothy's favored chair is a book titled The Golden Bough, and it has um, a bookmark in it. And what page is that marking? It is marking this passage. Wow, the Fraser. Should have really finished college. Aboriginal beliefs. Australian tribes of the southern region hold particular reverence for human fat. Their medicine men apparently believe it to be the vessel of the human soul. Oh, the lawyer is more soulful than I thought. Why that? It's a funny thing for him to... Uh, to mark at the very end. Now, we all arrived for the reading of the will, but none of us were at the funeral, is that right? That's correct. Do we know if he was buried on the estate? Or, I thought it was Fraser, thank you. Uh, cremated? You, um, Duncan tradition is that the, uh, all of the family is buried here at the estate in the cemetery, and those that live, like lived in the house proper, get buried in the mausoleum. Right, and that's north of the house near the woods, mm -hmm. the family cemetery, but it's a, it's a bit late for that. Um, well, I'll keep pottering about. Okay. Uh, Jeffrey, you arrive into the library and you see Jack kind of pouring over a large book. Anything interesting? Uh, Nothing that gives the old boy's secrets away, I'm afraid. Oh. Uh, you know the Golden Bough? That, that's, uh, oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. He was, right. he was reading that at some point, but I imagine half the books here have bookmarks in them. Uh, do you remember what the story is with the fireplace? I feel like people stopped talking about it because I was the youngest. Story? Oh, um... No, I haven't got a clue. Make a history roll, Jeffrey. Let's see if you remember old Duncan family history. Nope. You're not sure. You think there might be a like a record of the family history in this library, but you don't recall. Um, I, I, I might um, set to looking for that then. I, okay. I think also... Um, uh, without attempting to disguise the fact, I'm going to be quite blasé. I'm going to—I'll tell Jack that I'm doing it. Um, I'm going to um, start tapping at the walls with my cane because you, you never know. There might be some sort of hidden room somewhere or hidden cupboard. It's just the sort of ghastly thing an American would put in their house. I, I think I saw. Uh a Sherlock Holmes play at some point where there was uh, a candelabra or some gewgaw, you know. Um, Keeper, I'm going to look for the family Bible. Okay. Uh, you find it easily enough. That one is, uh, it's large and obvious. Is it on a separate stand or on a shelf? It's on a shelf. How back to the Duncans record in it? 
uh, the, the record of the Duncan family goes all the way back to 1675. Uh, well, well, you, if you can keep the wrapping to a dull roar, here are some excerpts of family history that are notated in here. Let's see, Jedediah Duncan moved to Vermont in 1675. Selling his share in the family ironworks, Jedediah left Massachusetts behind. The house on Harps Mountain was completed in 1877, and the family wintered there, moving from the house that Jedediah had rented for them in Hampton. Despite the early death of Elizabeth, Jedediah lived to raise his three sons. One of them, Richard, went to sea and spent many years in the Orient before returning home. Jedediah also became well known for the beer that was brewed on his estate. There isn't a record of the Duncan family's involvement in the Salem witchcraft scare of 1692, but a Vermont Duncan was perhaps the victim of foul play. Richard Duncan, son of Jedediah, was found dead at the foot of the stairs in, by one of the grooms. There appears to be have been some dispute, and family tradition tells that one of the servants accused the groom of slaying Master Richard, but nothing was ever proven. In 1825, the last of the Vermont Duncans died, and the house atop the mountain became a summer vacation spot for several generations of Duncan families who shared in the property's upkeep. Many a Duncan is fond of recalling childhood summers spent at the mountain house, running in the fresh air and thrilling to fireside stories about the ghost of Richard Duncan murdered foul in his home. With the death of Ona Duncan Cotwell in 1879, the Vermont home, jointly owned for so many years, came into the sole possession of Timothy Duncan, then of Boston. Timothy soon moved his belongings to Vermont and has since occupied the home full time. And that story of Richard Duncan, um, it should say that he was found dead in the library and that is that kind of ah, light bulb moment that that is the large blood stain in the library. Do you not have scrubbing brushes in America? Uh, we probably had them uh, well before they made it back to the old country. American hygiene, you have to admit, is uh, well and above what uh, even you enlightened Scots residents have. Is that so? Mm. Have you ever been to Missouri, Jack? Good note, good Lord, now have you? Yes, I'm afraid I have. <laughs> it was quite a, a revelation to me that it was pronounced Missouri. I assumed it was pronounced misery, but I digress. <clears throat> Is there any um, effect to this, this tapping? Oh, yes, I will get to that in just a second. Harvey. You manage to, it takes some time and you're not, um, it's, it's not subtle. I think people can kind of hear you banging around the house, but you manage to pop the, um, the pins out of the hinges. Um, we'll say, I think everyone hears you doing that. Okay. And uh, uh, could I have done it to the master bedroom? Uh, and the study, so I get to choose which one I, I did, or is there a, um, your choice? Uh, your choice, and you know, there's a connecting door between the two, so it might be that that door is not locked. You're not sure. 
Okay. Well, then I'm going to start with the master bedroom. Okay. Um, after a few minutes of working, uh, you you might you manage to get that door uh, <laughs> off the hinges or the hinges off. Um, inside is a large, luxuriant four poster bed. Um, looks way nicer than anything in the guest rooms. Um, you find bookshelves. Um, you find artifacts of his travels and a chessboard with a game that looks like somebody started a game um, and but didn't finish it. Uh, and you know that Uncle Timothy was an avid chess player and considered himself his um, only true uh, rival. Like he, he was he was he was the only one that could you know he could play against. Okay. Um, I'm going to uh, kind, of, kind of look around uh, things that I am looking out for, I guess, first. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that incorporates copper rivets. And two, I would like to uh, use my skills at appraising to see if there are any small bobbles or goo of any particular value Very good. that nobody has seen yet. Go ahead and make um, an appraise roll. I missed that by 52. So (laughs) (laughs) I got an 87 out of 35. (laughs) There's this fabulous painting on the wall of some sunflowers in a vase that you think looks terribly authentic and would probably go for a lot of money. Uh, I can't fit that in my pocket, but. Hmm. No. No, I don't have enough a knife. I could just slash it off and tuck it under my coat. But um, is there anything with copper or? No, uh, that, that strangely, nothing in here denotes anything copper okay. related. No. Okay, I'll just kind of look around. I'll peer under the bed, mm-hmm. um, slip my hand in under the mattress and feel mm-hmm. around. Um, if his pillow was more comfortable than mine, I will probably take it the is. pillow. <laughs> Screw them, I'm taking that pillow. Um, and, and and mostly just kind of uh, root around. Okay. There doesn't seem to be anything in here other than all of the things that you're vaguely familiar with from your childhood. Okay. Okay. Um, then... That being done, I will move toward the study. Is it locked? No, it is. The the door's open into the study. Ah, perfect. Then I will check out the study. And how long after we hear, you know, bang, 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 thump, 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 and then the sort of presumably heavy wooden door being sent down, would it take? 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes of him rooting around in the master bedroom. Uh, so you know when we after the the last after the several loud taps and then the thud I'll ask Pompous Jeffrey who do you suppose is um, already uh, prying apart the woodwork looking for confederate banknotes I think uh, wasn't it Harvey I think was going to uh But express some interest in finding some tools or some such. Um, we should 
probably go and... Uh, if there's anyone in this house that should not go unobserved, it's probably Harvey. Since I was already up on the second floor... You definitely heard all that. By three. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to walk down. To, have I found anything in my room? Actually, yes. Um, well, possibly. Um, you go to put your things aside, set everything up for the evening, close the curtains, make a spot hidden roll. Spot uh, hidden. I got a 52 out of 45. I will spend the seven luck. Okay. As you go to close the curtains against everything so that you don't, you aren't woken up at an ungodly hour in the morning, you see someone wandering outside in the pouring rain. They're walking toward the cemetery. What the devil is that? What, what can, I, can I see any features? It's definitely not Jameson. He has such a like, tall, skeletal figure. Um, this person is mm, short, maybe a little dumpy. I guess a man, though? You, you're not sure. Not sure. Now, I would... Uh, could I, would it be, could I guess Elizabeth, but. It, she is of a short and dumpy stature. So is the lawyer. You're not oh. sure. Oh, very strange. Uh, I'm okay. Now what I'll do is I'll walk out of the room. Um, Harvey, darling. Um, I see you've gotten the door off. I think either the lawyer or maybe Elizabeth has arrived but they're walking around outside, going towards the cemetery in the rain. Oh, it's just crazy. Well, let's see if we can see from here. So that out the back. Yeah, so if it's the Do back window towards the cemetery, I will absolutely. Wandering around in the dark. Do we see anything, Holly? Um, go ahead and uh, Harvey, go ahead and make a spot head roll. Let's see if you see it. You keep asking me to make rolls, thinking that I'm somehow <laughs> going to get something less than an 85. And it's it's just cruel. Let's see. Uh damn. Uh hard success. It was one from an extreme. So you definitely see that person. They are like out. They're in the cemetery now. You're not sure what they're doing. Like they're kind of near the mausoleum. I, I, could it be the lawyer? Well, I mean, lawyers aren't actually ghouls. That's just something they t they say. Now, they don't seem to have a, a lantern or a light or anything like that. No, they're just wandering around in the dark. Okay. Okay. Well, it will be easy to tell who it is when they come back. They come back. They'll be soaking. Okay. And they will be, be absolutely soaking. So you, um, you got through the door. What have we found? Anything at all? Well, not much, except for Uncle Timothy did have some more comfortable pillows. And if you would like to get one before the oh. others, by all means. Um, I'm like a cat, darling. I can sleep in any position. Oh, God. Don't. No. Um, 
And with that, I would like to check out the uh, the study trying to purge okay. my mind. While the two of you were talking, Jack and Jeffrey, you were kind of discussing uh, what's that noise going on out there. And as Jeffrey is tap, tap, tapping, you, you hear a hollow sound from one of the walls. Oh, I say. I think I might have something here. Um, well, I'll try fiddling with it. Um, pressing bits and pulling bits and if there's any um, anything that looks like it could be potentially a lever or hidden lever or latch I'll mm -hmm. this is in the shop arms play just start generally just you know sort of mm -hmm. sure sure what was that bits and pieces. if we put a candy flame along the seams we can see if the air goes one way or the other that you find a small thing. catch in the seam yeah mm-hmm aha and when you pull it open, it reveals um, like, a, like a hollow wall, like a hidden passageway. I say. Jeffrey, I thought that was aristocratic nonsense. Uh, I have, well done. No, no, you see, I have a, I have an absolutely uh, peerless eye for vulgarity. That must blind you half the time in Scotland. Very droll. Sydney, right. you're puttering around in the attic and you can hear the tap tap of Harvey, the scraping of the door, all of that noise going on. What do you want to do? I'm just looking around, going through memory lane, really. It's like, oh, that's, I remember that. Yeah, not really expecting to find much. Enjoying the peace and quiet, but I'd probably do a couple of laps, <laughs> mm -hmm. realize I've looked at everything, and then probably head downstairs, fancy okay. another drink. Yep. Um, and it is, it's getting kind of late at this point, um, 11 o'clock or so. Uh, Fiona and Harvey, you two are um, looking through the study. Jack and Jeffrey, what are you two going to do? Well, um, I, I think we need uh, we need some light, don't we? Uh, there have to be candles about, right? Oh, oh yes, yeah. there's. Uh -huh. Does you might house... hear me getting down the stairs and I've got a torch on me because mm -hmm. Jeffrey knows that because he came up with me and I've got a torch and he can probably hear me come down the stairs if you need a light source. Does the house have electricity? Gaslight. Oh, okay. Oh. You two chaps are after. We've uh, found a secret passage. You're kidding me. No. Oh, if only we'd found out when we were kids, we wouldn't go half the fractions. Have you been down there? No, do you still have that torch? Yeah, here it is. It's, uh, it's Let's have you go first, Sydney, in case there's a trap door. <laughs> I wasn't actually, I was going to go on my way downstairs to see if I could sniff out another whiskey, but I'll mm. come back and join you. Yeah, there's whiskey in the globe right over there. Is there? Oh, excellent. I'll head over to the Globe and see about pulling myself a generous scotch. Vulgarity upon vulgarity, isn't it? Good God. What's vulgar, Jeffrey? 
anything disguised as anything else, dear boy? Oh, yes. Well, you know, I don't care what it, where it comes from as long as it's got scotch in it. A, a Duncan disguised as an aristocrat. <laughs> no, no. Can I pour one for anyone else? Oh, uh, yeah. We're going to creep down the cobweb stairs and midnight. I might as well... Um, might as well have a whiskey and a cigar. Would like a cigar, small chunk? Got plenty. Is there any brandy in that? Ghastly. There is a bottle that looks suspiciously like brandy. Would you like me to pour you a generous one? If you would. Of course I will, old chap. Of course Honestly, I will. Honestly, uh, I wouldn't recommend smoking in there, you know. In where? Down there, uh, what? Down the passage? In that passage. Oh, well, that's fine. Rather, rather <laughs> dusty. And you, your brandy. Have you told the others, or you've only just found it? Just found it. It's not my place to tell them, is it? Nothing worth filching. Yet to be seen. Yeah, I couldn't find anything in the attic. A couple of dead bodies, and that was just about it. Do you remember the old uh, story of Richard and his uh, the groom killing him? Oh, that ghost story they used to try and scare us with at Halloween. You mean that? Yeah. Was it true, though? Well, the bloodstains or something here. And it's an old, the story is written down long ago. Well, it's I'm usually wondering... a truth, isn't there? An ancient, it's an old folklore and stuff like that. There's usually a grain of truth behind it, but I never actually thought somebody had actually got murdered. Otherwise, I wouldn't have slept. Well, and I wonder if, if Timothy wasn't getting a little, you know, soft skulled in his latter years. And the reason we're here for a weekend is so the ghost of Richard can. It might do. He did a bit of a sense of humor at times, didn't he? I mean, it's, hardly, you know, it's hardly an ordeal. I mean, I, I know we most of us don't get on very well, but to ask us to spend a weekend in a house is hardly a challenge, is it? No, a bit of a good away, except for the rain and the company. Well, as long as our, my bedroom doesn't leak, I haven't gone to check out yet. So you first is are there stairs in the passage or is it just a it's hollow? Not, it's just hollow. Is there room for three adult people? No, it'd be like one after the other. We draw straws about who's going to go in there. Oh, I'll go first. I'll go, I mean, I'm covered in dust from rolling around in the attic and stuff like that. So I might as well go first because my suit's ruined anyway. These dry cleaning, so I'm happy to go first. Save that tweed jacket of yours, old boy. You seem to have found... So, Jeffrey, you're going first? I'm going to go first when we talk. Oh, sorry. Sydney's going first. Um, yeah. It seems like you've kind of found um, this hollow space in the wall. So as you're going through, you get the sense that you're, like, passing the library and you're behind the bathroom, and then you're behind the second bedroom, and then you're behind the first bed. It's like, it's like that wall that's running um, mm. along the side of the library. It's like you're inside of it. So Sydney, it yeah. just keeps going? So far. I mean, from what I can see from the torch, do you want me to go further? Uh, yeah, I can, mind your step. Do you think that Timothy was a peeping Tom? 
I haven't seen any peepholes yet. You do see uh, like obvious outlines where there would be a door, like not to the outs the person in the room, but a way to get inside of the room. Oh, I see. There seems to be other doors. Uh-huh. Well, why don't you pop a couple open and we can... Uh... I'll try. Try the first door I'll come across, give it a push, see if it will open at all. Yeah, you open it and you're in the bathroom. Well, I found my way to the bathroom. Well, open any doors as you will. We'll follow through. Open any doors. Mm-hmm. As right. we'll go through. I'll go to the next door from the bathroom. Let yeah, some more light in and clear the dust out. Yeah, I need the bathroom door, secret door open, and go to the next one. Mm-hmm. And you pass bedroom number two and bedroom number one, and then you come around the corner and then it ends. And you think it's probably right about where the back door would be. So this is kind mm. of where the wall ends. So it seems to be all the bedrooms and the bathroom, which makes me wonder, right? Because there's bedrooms downstairs. If you can have secret door access to one set of bedrooms, you might have them for the ones downstairs. And there might be enough one downstairs, do you think? It makes sense if you were... There's no peepholes, is there? I mean, it's a solid door. It's not yeah, like it's just, yeah, it's not a peephole. We're on the ground floor currently. Downstairs is the cellar. Upstairs is the English first floor or ah. second floor. It seems um, rather an unnecessary affectation. No. Honestly, it seems like a safety hazard. Unless... Uh, well, I just don't know, unless... You secretly need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and it's a shortcut, maybe, but an extravagant one. Do you think he knew about it? Well, it is an old house, that's a point. I mean, we, we spent our whole childhood messing around here, hide-and-seek and all sorts, and we never came across anything, did we? So it makes me wonder if the old chap even knew it was here. Right. He did inherit the place, but I'm sure he's also had modifications made. In fact, he might have even had the gas put in, right? I don't know. We'll try and find his accounts and everything. I mean, how is a lawyer? He'd know where to look and that sort of thing in, in the accounts. Well, anyway, them two. Where are we? Uh, the Lotus together. You know, if it was Jameson's job to put on a ghoul mask and sneak about from room to room and frighten us half to death, it'll be harder now. Actually, should we go and ask the old boy if he even knows about it? I think we should see what Fiona's up to, whether she's torn all the pillows upstairs into shreds. We better go and save Harvey. Right right about this moment, I'm probably (laughs) going to yell down from upstairs. Um... Darlings, is the um, is the lawyer here, Mr. Turner? We've seen somebody go out towards the cemetery. With an umbrella? I didn't see an umbrella. You mean you mean Jameson? You mean we we couldn't we're, we're tell. We couldn't really. I I I walk out of the room and over to the railing. 
up the stairs. I'm sure. So, is it Harvey with you? I don't know. Uh, yes, Harvey's up here. Um, we're not sure. It looks, it could have been Elizabeth, but I think that it is the lawyer down there. I don't know. Jeffrey found a secret passage. Uh, secret passage, darling. It goes um, to the bathroom and a lot of the bedrooms. That's interesting. We've got the doors off, the, the master bedroom. Doors <laughs> off. Well, yes, we took one of the doors oh, off. Oh, we ain't taking the doors off. The, the connecting to the study is not. Maybe he's too young. Surely he's not taking the doors home. <laughs> I'm sure this isn't the first time Fiona's knocked the doors off. I'm going to go and see if the executor answers his little room door. I'm going to go upstairs uh, with Fiona and Harvey. Okay. Oh, I wish I could understand more than half of the things you bloody people say. <laughs> um, okay, uh, we will start with Sydney joining Fiona and Harvey in the study. Right, you had done a job on that door, haven't you? I don't oh. think he damaged it. No, but even so, nice job. Oh, thank you. Little trick in law school. <laughs> secret passage, you say? Yes, secret passage. Jeffrey found it. Like, I just came downstairs and I had to talk, so I had a look. Passage to there. First one I pressed open, opened up into the bathroom, and then bedroom one and bedroom so and so down in the row. Yeah, access to all the bedrooms will make us sleep better tonight, won't it? Well, that, that seems rather useless. I don't know. I was wondering if it'd be one up here, because if there's one downstairs and there's bedrooms upstairs... It sounds more like a, a hidey hole, a place to hide stuff. Well, when the, when somebody there's comes. no peepholes or anything, so I don't think it was anything cynical. Well, I, I don't even know if he knew about it. I, I would think his lordship would know all about that. Don't, don't the British have priest holes to hide the priests in their houses? Some, sometimes it's best not to ask. Especially things like priest holes. Could be anything. Jack, you knock on the executor's door and he like blearily answers in a night, you know, his pajamas. And he's like, yeah, yes, what is it? Oh, I'm sorry to uh, inter interrupt your sleep. I, um, we saw somebody uh, going out well, Fiona saw somebody going out in the rain toward the uh, cemetery and mausoleum, and we were trying to figure out if there was anyone in the house unaccounted for. Um, so, not, not to my knowledge, no. Uh, yeah, my apologies. Uh, I mean, Fiona, who knows what she sees, but we thought it was worth investigating somebody on the property nobody knew about. Um, if we find anything out, you know, we can talk about it tomorrow. Have a good night's rest. Very good. You as well, sir. It's embarrassing. Well, what did he say, Jack? Well, it doesn't matter what he said. He's in his room in rumpled pajamas, so he's Who's not squishing about in the cemetery. Who the devil could it be? Yeah, I guess that leaves Elizabeth or a prowler. Are, how many vehicles are here? Is it still raining? I don't know. Can we see out the window how many vehicles are here? Um, it's, let's see, 
I'm not sure. It, everyone who came up in a vehicle, their vehicles are here. And that's all you see. The lawyer's vehicle. I'll go, and, I'll, yes, I'll, I'll go and have a look out there. Someone comes with me, but I'm not going out there by myself. Well, I'm not going. I'm wearing a 300 And your lady as well. Harvey, will you come with me? You're a young chap. I'm sure you can use your fists when you can. Well, I would, I would love to, but I would like to check this study before Jack does. Okay. I'll go with you if I can find some sort of galoshes down there. I don't want to catch my death. We want to find something to, to sort of something hefty to whack him with, just in case. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> umbrella to from the fireplace would do it. Fireplace poker torch. Is um with me, Jack. I didn't fancy going by myself. You don't blame is, me. It's a graveyard. Is Lord Jeffrey somewhere alone? He's um in this he's Downstairs, I believe. It's not happy. Uh, well, I'd like to kind of corner him alone. If he's alone. I think he was asking after you. So if you go down and see him, I'm sure he'll be overjoyed to show you the secret passage. Uh, so, okay, I'm going to go downstairs where Lord Jeffrey is. We're oh, going downstairs where you want to go out, so... Hello, Lord Jeffrey. How are you? Uh, 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 yes. So is this this is the passage that you? Well, yes. It's very dirty here. Yes, yes. I dare say. Oh, well, I bet you're relieved uh, that uh, that you're inheriting part of a million dollars. Well, uh, that. Uh, but imagine so, yes. One hears things, you know. Does one? Yeah, especially when one's traveling in Europe. We'll get to it then. Come on, what what what, what have you got to say? Well, from what I day. understand, you're really quite desperate to find some money. Am I now? Indeed. So I was thinking, because you're very proper and you don't want anyone else in the family to know about it, how about we split your inheritance? <laughs> Are you attempting to blackmail me? <laughs> um, well, yes, I think that's what Americans call it. You're, you're suggesting that my reputation among a bunch of people I don't even particularly like or care for the company of <laughs> would in some way persuade me to part with half of the inheritance. Well, I mean, I don't know everybody you know, but I know the papers. <laughs> you don't. You definitely don't know everybody I know, and you certainly don't realize that the people I know most certainly don't pay any attention to the kind of papers with which you would have contacts. Well, let's hope that's the case. Yes, well, um, yellow journalism is not particularly consumed in the circles in which I move. Hmm. All right, well, if you're not worried about it, we won't discuss it again. I'm not worried at all, and might I suggest that you uh, 
you rethink your game plan and come up with a better idea if you're intending to uh, manipulate me in some way. All in all, I must say, I find your attempt rather disappointing. I was expecting so much more. You, you seem to be uh, disappointed in just about everything here. Do you think this is some sort of hidey hole? Hidey hole? I think this is a, a loathsome and vulgar attempt to recreate in some manner the aesthetic of priest holes from actual stately homes in this ghastly Victorian era folly. Mm. I'm just thinking that maybe they were trying to hide something. Well, I think this is what you might describe as, uh, what is it? It's little on the cupboard. What run um, through, I suppose you call it. Isn't the Duncans, how much, how much do you know about the, the genealogical history of the Duncans? Any members of the family that they'd want to hide in the house? Well, not here, I would imagine. I mean, there aren't any. There aren't that many left, are there? I mean, surely if there were any more Duncans left, we'd be competing with them for the inheritance. Well, that's true. I'm thinking. And we only. And we only. We only have the the lawyer's word that there's anything hidden in this house anyway. It seems rather specious to me. Look, we saw somebody out by the graveyard, and apparently it's not the lawyer. We don't see Elizabeth's car out front, so I don't is, think that it's is, her. Is there not a gardener or a groundsman or something? I don't know. Perhaps he's, unless he lives on the property, I don't know why. I don't know that there's any kind of servant's house on the no. So, who is it? I hope that they find out who it is, and it's not some prowler. Well, <laughs> there are six. Well, including the servants, there's eight people in the house. I mean, if it was a prowler, would it really be much of an issue? Well, how would a prowler even get up all the way up to Hart's Mountain, Hops Mountain? Don't you uh, all have guns over here anymore? Anyway, I mean, what, what are you worried about? There's one over there, yes. If, if there's someone prowling around, I mean, you're an American, for goodness sake, just go out and shoot the bugger. You do the same in Scotland, don't you? No, dear, we have dogs. Mm. We're civilized. Harvey. Well, think about what I said. I have. Harvey, you are um, looking through the study. Inside of the study, you'll find various hunting trophies of Uncle Timothy's conquests from all over the world. You see a large map that has pens of all of the places that he's been, most notably East Asia and Australia. Uh, there's a large desk that overlooks the floor to ceiling windows um, that look out to the backyard. 
And there are more bookcases and more artifacts in here as well. What would you like to do? Um, starting with a desk. I want to okay. Loop in around the in desk, the drawers and then you'll work find, the thing. You'll find a supply of shotgun shells, a loaded 38 revolver with 10 extra shells, and a cleaning kit for uh, a gun cleaning kit. I would like to liberate the 38 revolver. All right. And the 10 extra shells. Mm -hmm. Very good. Make a spot hidden roll. Regular success. I don't see anything else around here. Okay. And uh, I then. I want to try this, this tapping thing mm -hmm. uh -huh. that, that Jeffrey did. And you tap, 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 and you hit that, that hollow sound. I'm actually mad Jeffrey figured this out first. It's, but I found this one, so I will feel around to see if mm -hmm. I can find a catch or something. Mm-hmm. God, there's no one here I can brag to. Okay, well, then I would like to open it up. Okay, and you see again something like Jeffrey and Jack described, um, like hallway going in either direction from the study. Okay. Then uh, I would like to. Uh, so, does it go to the the master bedroom and then mm -hmm. bedroom three? Yes. Okay. Uh, I would like to at least look around in there, uh, see if I can find anything. Okay. Just stuck between a couple sure. boards that are bracing or anything like that. Um, is there no no peepholes, no little windows? Nope, just like catches, things like that. Yeah. I'm not. I'm sorry. No, there's not. I'm sorry. Just catches like into the into the rooms and such. Oh. Um, as you pass the master bedroom, you stumble upon. You almost miss it. Um, a little a bag, like a little cloth bag. Oh, hello. Uh, does it? When uh, you're looking inside jingle? of it, yeah, yes. jingles. Oh, why yes, yes. I would love to to peer mm -hmm. inside of it. It looks like some like lovely old gold coins. Hmm. I will uh, slip those into into my my jacket pocket for a later appraisal. Um, <laughs> Unlikely to be the two hundred and two hundred thousand or so that the lawyer discussed, but every a nice find. little bit. Exactly. Um, Sydney and <clears throat> Sydney and Jack, you are going to head out to the grounds to kind of poke around. Yeah, um, we've got rain. rain. Or something. It's, it's pouring down the rain, isn't it? It is. Right, and Jack, you ready for this? As much as I'm going to be, you should get, you know. get one of your poems out of your experiences this evening. It'd be quite interesting to hear. Yeah, maybe you can write a paper on the disease that you find <laughs> on your backside. Yeah. Just get it over with. 
Oh, are there squishy <laughs> footprints in the in the wet grass? Um. Oh, bugger. Yes, you do see some squishy footprints. They go past the gazebo. Are you going to follow them? Okay, should we follow them down there? That seems to be the only clue we seem to find, isn't it? Let's, let's follow them. See, if there's shine the torch into the gazebo and see if, you know. They're an awful lot. A lot of shadows. I'll try and approach gazebo a bit closer, shine the flashlight about and see if I can catch anything with it. And the gazebo is very um, worn down and, and um, not well kept. Um, so there's lots of splintering wood and things like that. Um, the paint Cute. is chipping away. Well, there's footprints, so she's not drunk. But they were going to... Whose footprints are there? another matter, isn't it? Could have been one of us, could it? I mean, it's since the ground got so wet and we saw, we saw somebody leaving the house, so... Down the crypt. The graveyard? Oh, maybe there's a secret tunnel in the mausoleum. And there's secret tunnels everywhere around here. I wouldn't be surprised. Once you've got one, you have to find them everywhere. <laughs> is, uh, it, is the ground slipping down from the main house toward the cemetery? It's pretty level for him. Approach the cemetery, shining the flashlight around, seeing what we can see. You see um, all of the old uh, tombstones from the Duncan family. Ed, pretty much all of the Duncans are buried here. And you're reminded of the charming tradition the Duncan family holds where your epitaph reads either the final words that you speak or the manner in which you died. <laughs> so you flash over um, great uncle William Duncan, whose epitaph reads, I told you I was sick. <laughs> and uh, a couple rows down, cousin Rosemary, um, whose uh, epitaph reads, she stepped on the gas instead of the brake. And buried next to her is her husband, Joseph. And his epitaph reads, for God's sake, Rose, slow down. I should shout out hello in a loud voice just in case there's somebody in earshot who, who can hear us. No answer. No response. Right, Footprints. Yeah. Footprints. Yeah, you see the footprints go up to the mausoleum. Um, the mausoleum door is locked. Like, it's got, like, a chain lock around it. The footprints go up to it. They do. And then they walk away. Oh. Um, do they so are there steps up to the door of the mausoleum yes do they do the steps go toward the door and then turn and then go down or do yes. they go up to the door and then inside it and then out again they go inside it Uh huh. and then out again yeah, okay. Um, all right, so I'll rattle the chain. It's obviously real. Mm -hmm. The lock seems real. Um, but it's not real, Sid. Somebody's, somebody's uh, mucked about. They've been inside and left already. Maybe we should chase down whoever left and then come back to see how to get inside. What do you think? 
Yeah, let's just go back. I think we've, at least we've said we've had a look. We found the footprints, but there's nobody out here. We've had well, no the foot, the foot, do the footprints go back to the house or in another direction? They kind of go off toward the woods. Towards the yeah. woods? I don't want to go walking out in the woods this time of night in the storm. Well, whoever it is seems to have gone. I, I mean, somebody was in the house. We don't know who it is. We don't know what they took. It could be worth a quarter million dollars. They knew a secret way into the crypt. We've got the, a lead on them because they went into the crypt. They spent some time there since Fiona saw them going away from the house. Maybe they, they can catch can up find with them. Way, maybe they can find a way from the crypt, from the house, easier. But then again, if you didn't get to the crypt, you're going to be trapped inside anyway because of the chain. Well, they came in and out. Yeah. So they're in the woods. We can't let them just wander off. They could have a car hidden down the road and they could escape with the, you know, $100,000. Well, you want to go a bit further? Yes. Come on in. I've got me poker. You follow the footprints to the woods and then it is almost impossible between the forest yeah. floor and the dark and the rain to follow them any further. But they definitely go into the forest. I think tomorrow we'll be able to find something. I don't like it. I don't like it, Sydney. You know, I, I, know, I don't like it either. But this is where the trail ends. All we can do is go back to the house and stay alert. Keep make it, keep an eye out to see if they come back. Maybe if we keep somebody keeping watch out of one of the windows, we might be able to catch them again and get out of here a bit quicker. Yeah, somebody made off with a fortune and we'll never catch him. It's ridiculous. It's what they're making off with inside and finding that I'm worried about. Well, that's true. We haven't... Is anybody mind... Is Fiona minding Harvey, at least? Oh, God, no. We better get back. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> squish, squish back to the house. Mm-hmm. Um, Harvey, that's about all you find in the passageway. That seems to be of note. I, um, going to at least go downstairs with my softer pillow mm -hmm. to my, my room number two, um, and once I am, I am in there, I will uh, try to find a good spot to stash this little bag. Mm -hmm. Actually, what's up in there? I want to shut the door and, and, and see what I got. All right. Um, make, a, make an appraise roll. Yeah, we'll see. Barely 32, but it's 35. So I, I just okay. got it. You find what you estimate to be mm, two or $300 worth of gold here in this little bag. Spectacular. Then I will uh, stash that in my uh, suitcase. Okay. And uh, as well as the, uh, the revolver. I don't know okay. I'm not going to be carrying it around with me, but I also don't want it anywhere near Fiona. 
um, or, or Jack, who are the only two that I think might try to do something dumb. <laughs> and um, once that's done, I will uh, emerge okay. and, uh, and see what uh, Jeffrey's up to. I want to talk. I want to see their hidey hole. I can tell them about my hidey hole. You know, show me the years. I'll show you mine. And um, get hit this globe that everybody's been talking about and wait for uh, <laughs> uh, Sydney and Jack to come back from the graveyard. All right. We'll say a little bit of time passes. Sydney and Jack, it doesn't take you too very long to follow the footprints and see they I'm going to go to room clothes. one and get out of my wet clothes and put my pajamas and a smoking jacket on and a cravat. Okay. So I'll be a couple of minutes doing that. Well, okay. as, they, as they walk back in the door, I'm like, did you find him? There's footprints out there, but they went into the woods. Hmm. Very yeah. strange. It's it's worse than strange. I uh, there's a there's a trick way into the family crypt, and someone knows it who's not family, unless it's Elizabeth. I'm gonna catch cold. Yeah, I pneumonia. Have a stiff drink. Uh, well, uh, so you know, uh, Uncle Timothy had a secret passage in his room. Uh, that uh, stretches between the the study and uh, Fiona. I believe that was your room. Oh, as as a back door. I think all the bedrooms do. How very strange! And uh, no, no peepholes. But but it. That's yeah, not that comforting when you're on the receiving end, is it? But it doesn't seem like a very convenient way to do anything. Even if you're trying to get from one room to another secretly, it's not that big of a manor house. Well, well I feel like it has to have been for hiding things, not for slipping about, because all of the places that we've found are connected. They're much closer to use the public doors. Well... Uh, Speaking of doors, Harvey, are you going to put the door back on its hinges? Or are you going to leave it lying in the hallway for Jameson to trip over? The guy's got cataracts. You can unlock it from the inside, can't you? It's on the floor. It's leaning against the wall. It's blocking the hall. It's not blocking, it's against the wall. If he does trip over it, we get his share. He's got a thousand (laughs) dollars. Actually, I think we should ask him. See if he knows about the passages. That's a good idea. That's also, good idea. I've been wondering you. like a thousand dollars of a prime Florida real estate. Ask him. Ask him in the morning. He's an old man. He's asleep. I'm sure. Oh yes, we don't awake him at this time. Time for whiskey, I think. What do you, think what do you say? Just... We all sit in the sitting room and share what we've discovered over a. Nightcap. I want to sit with a vantage point where I can sit and look out the window and just keep an eye, just in case I can see movement outside. It means I have to sit in the dark part of the room. But I'm going to do that so I can see outside. I, uh, I think we should check the dining room, given the 
where the library secret passage is, if there's another one on the opposite wall, it would be from the dining room to the executor to the maid's room. And I realize really I'm walking around with a poker still, so I'm going to go and put it back in the fireplace. How, how dusty were the passageways? Very. Ruin so must be. They might not have been used for 50 years. We're not even sure that Timothy knew about them. Or even the other, yeah, Uncle Timothy might not have known about it. Did people perhaps used to make their servants walk around in the walls instead of in the on the carpet? It certainly seems like the bourgeoisie. Actually, it sounds like, I wonder why that went out of fashion. Well, a lot of the larger homes in England, I believe, had passageways for servants only and stuff like that. So it wouldn't be uncommon. But it's rather tight. How would you carry a tray full of, you know, cakes? Yeah, it, it, like I say, uh, it doesn't seem to add up and make any real sense. Like I say, I'm not even sure Timothy really knew about it. We'll find out in the morning when we have a word with the butler when Jameson well, wakes up. He soon tell us. I just wanted to say that none of us were as clever children as we thought we were. Oh, Unless, everything. Unless you wanted to gain access to somebody's room while they were occupying it and asleep and they had locked their door. Mm -hmm. well, and the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And the bathroom. Mm -hmm. So, Fiona, since you're the only person likely to engage in such a pursuit, why would you desire such a thing? I was wondering. I could only think for nefarious reasons. You know, that, like the Agatha Christie murder mysteries, that you'd want to murder somebody but make it look like it was impossible because the doors and the windows to the room were locked. Who? In the morning, nobody's done the basement yet. And when I was outside with Jack just now, we came up with talking about the secret passages. Maybe the basement might have a passageway that leads to the mausoleum. Maybe the strange man in the garden was in one of those passageways. Well, I will say that at least the weekend won't be completely tedious listening to you all brag about your wealth and experience because we have a lot to explore. I don't know. What, why the gazebo is abandoned. I don't know where the well is that feeds the house. I haven't seen the cellar, at least recently. Um, there's going to be stuff to look at, and there's a secret way into the mausoleum. Do you suppose there's no Duncans in there at all, but just a pile of... Gold? Uh, Confederate dollars, probably. If you're going to hide money, doing it in the mausoleum would be ideal, wouldn't it? I still say, let's, let's check the dining room, because if the executor did leave and then slip back in, that way we wouldn't have seen anything. If, if there's no water on the floor, in the, if there's a passage and there's no water on the floor, we could rule them out. Let's be, be quiet. I feel embarrassed about waking the little fellow in the first place. Did, did you find any place on the first, on the, on, the, on the ground floor passageway that opened to the outside? I think that would be in the basement. May I ask, well, that would be underground. Um, are there any um, sort of door stops, what you know, sort of wedge type door stops around the place anywhere? I'm sure you could find some, sure. 
Um, well, could, could if I'm as I'm wandering around, um, having having a wander, I think I'm going to make my way upstairs to the study actually. Um, as I'm wandering around, if I see any door stops, I'm I'm going to uh, uh, grab a couple. Okay. Yeah, while you've all been having this conversation, Lord Jeffrey has been notably absent. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, uh, yes, I'll just head up to the study and have a, uh, have a look around in there. Okay. Um, so the rest of you are going to the dining room, is it? Yeah. Okay. And you're looking for um, more hidden passages? Yeah, but also to catch each other up on everything. I think we did most of it Hall, but... Of course, of course. I call myself a large scotch and spend a lot of time looking out the window just to see if I can see anything. You don't see a thing? I know, but it gives me a way to pass. I, I do very well. I listen to everybody argue and chime in occasionally. Well, uh... While Lord Jeffrey is not present, um, Fiona is going to plant some seeds. Um, she's going to say, well, darlings, if we have to sell this place in order to you know, divide up the inheritance, all the Duncan family will have left is the, uh, the Scotland uh, estate. Be ashamed if we ever lost that. Yeah, that, that's pretty much what I'm going to say. <laughs> well, I think he's near bankruptcy or anything, isn't he? Oh, I didn't say that. I, I will say, um, as <clears throat> both a lawyer and a licensed realtor, I will like to be in charge of selling the property. Course, <laughs> I will, of course, be trying to get the <laughs> highest for it since we are dividing it up. However, plus your fees, a 5% fee is normal. It's true. I don't know. Is the Siegel family interested in a place in rural Vermont? Find someone. I'm sure they would be fascinated with the servant passages. Mm. Yes, well, I'm sure as well that all of us would. Maybe if we can find another trowel like we did outside next time, your big game hunting experience will help us track them down. Possibly. Yeah. Well, darlings, I am if I'm very tired. I'm going to go to bed. I'm going yes, to. It's rather late, isn't it? Well, I think I've drunk far too much scotch. Get up early in the morning. And early in the morning for you was roughly 11.15 Paris time. <laughs> Darling, you don't even tell me. <laughs> what in God's name? <laughs> <laughs> the storm continues unabated. <laughs> Harvey, what are you doing? Don't they dust this place? Um, Good night, Ben. I should see you unless we all get murdered in our beds. Uh, <laughs> I, I would like to at least check the walls to see if I can okay. find any any passages or you do. entrances. 
I've got my camera here if anyone needs photographs of anything. Taken. Enough poking around near the portrait of old Richard Duncan. You uh, find a little, you find that. Right as time? everyone walks away. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hello, Jack. <laughs> uh, I'd I'd like to open it up and mm -hmm. see what we find. Okay. Uh, it's very much the same as what you found before going to the uh, executor's room and then around. Um, you you do notice that the um the wall in the dining room. So you're, you're passing the dining room and the wall there looks um, like the wood looks a little bit newer right in this one little spot. So there's been, uh, been repairs. Yes. And it's, um, and this passageway doesn't look as dusty as the others. It does look like it's been used and the wall is a wall. The wall would be facing into the dining room, not the outer wall. Oh, people. Um, and the floor is dry. Yes. Right. Okay. Uh, well, I I want to, to to check out this this uh, cons new construction or repair or whatever this is. What exactly do you want to do with it? Oh, I wanted to see if see what it is. Is there? Is it concealing anything? Is it? Um, yeah, we'll just does it just okay. look like it's just repairs, or does it look uh, like it serves some function? It's very. It's a very specifically small patch of the the wall that has been redone recently ish. Recent ish. Okay. Okay, yeah, I want to see if I get, if it opens, hinges. Do you need a um, pen knife, Harv? I've got a pen knife in my pocket. That that might work if we can. Okay, you're yeah okay. Um, you find behind it um, the back of a safe, and you realize that this safe is behind the portrait of Richard Duncan on the in the front side of the dining room. So it's shallow. Yes, it's like if you'd opened up the portrait of Richard Duncan, there's a safe in the wall there. And it's a key or combination safe? Are you opening the portrait? Because you're in the back, in the, in the, um, oh, he in the can, wall, you're at the back, you see the, the back of it. Yeah, you see, see the back of it. Um, all right, uh, so I, I'm scuttling around to the dining room. Uh, okay. What does Richard Duncan's portrait look like? A uh, stuffy old white dude from the 1600s. He kind of has like a very stern facade about him. Looks a little spooky. Um, the the rumors of uh, crazy witch Richard that has run through your family for ages that comes to mind definitely. And there's nothing, you know, he, he made a fortune or something in the Orient. Is there anything emblematic in the portrait? Like, a, you know something he's wearing or anything or it's just a very no, it's just a very standard portrait Protestant doesn't seem anything stand out yeah um is it signed or dated um you don't there's a signature of an artist but you don't recognize it you're not no. sure on the date 
Well, Harvey, you've proved adept so far at breaking and entering. Do you see, want to see if you can get around the portrait without tearing it up? Um, well, armed with Jack's pin knife. I want to see if, if is it is it hinged onto the yeah, wall? It, 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 it pulls away from the wall. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, is it? Uh... And there's a combination lock on the safe. Oh, this is good. This is wonderful. Um, what do you do? You, you're supposed to tap on it and turn it. I, I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> you don't have a safe in your office, or are you doing that poorly? Um, I we use a key, but I do not know anything about locksmithing. Well, let's uh, let's. Perhaps we should leave it again. This is something that Jameson might be able to answer. And Jameson didn't mention anything about it. He said there might be money hidden in the house. Did Jameson say that or the lawyer? Oh, correct. Lawyer said that. Jameson Jameson might be under orders to let us stumble around on our own, or he might have had secrets kept from him. I mean, the man only got $1,000 for 30 years of service. Very sad, like Henrietta. Five hundred. Um, let's. Um, so we can probably because it's like what midnight at this point. Past midnight. Past midnight. I say that we can go to bed, and we've then got all of Saturday to figure out a combination or see if there might be a slip of paper in the uh, in a book, in a desk or something like that. Yes, perhaps the desk you alone have seen in the study. What do you take out of that, Harv? I think once I got the study open, you and Sydney ran away to the, 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 <laughs> the cemetery. It wasn't like mm-hmm. I chased you away. Oh, I think you know that Sydney's easily confused. You you sent us on a goose chase. You could search the place alone. Yeah, I did see somebody out there. Mm-hmm. What was in the desk that we don't know about? Keys, money, paperwork? Nope. Well, there's a bunch of paperwork, but nothing. nothing I guess really that's not your fort, is it? Paperwork? Forte. Hey, Columbia University. (laughs) That's a wonderful impersonation of Columbia. (laughs) And then uh, I say with with that, yeah, uh, uh, I will head to bed. All right. right. Uh, And I will also go to my chamber. But of course, I don't think anybody's found a, a hallway behind it. So I've got to do the wrap. Let's see if I can find an empty space. All right. Um, we're going to pan over to Lord Jeffrey in the study. He's returned to the study. Um, you find inside all of Uncle Timothy's hunting trophies and his maps of the world, his various artifacts, and um, a desk, a very large desk. What do you want to do? Are there any notebooks? Um, 
you're you find on the bookshelf it's just library like books it's you don't see any notebooks or anything like that nothing personal um i'll, I'll start going through the uh, the drawers in the desk i think okay um make a spot hidden roll oh 26 which is a oh it's just a, a standard success Yeah, you don't see anything in the desk. Nothing that um, seem you find some shotgun shells and a cleaning kit that seems to be for the shotgun, but you don't see anything else. Hmm. Well, I'll um, I'll stay in there for about half an hour. I'll, I'll just carry on um, just searching. Um, I'll okay. have a look on, under the, the the blotter and um, okay. Uh, as long as there's no one about, actually, I, I might even um, pull the drawers out and look underneath the drawers to just see if there's anything stuck underneath um, any of the drawers. Okay, so you're like pulling things away, looking at them. Yeah, yeah, just okay. sort of take, taking drawers out, right? around underneath in case there's anything. You find one. the larger drawer has a false bottom in it. Aha. Um, am I able to open it? Yes. Okay. Uh, in that case, what do I find? You find what looks like Uncle Timothy's journal. I say. Nicey ho. Um, I will. Um, how, is it a big book or a small uh, book? Looks like a couple of years of his life in there, at least. Okay. I'll. Um, in that case, I think I'll um, just sort of slip that inside my jacket. Okay. And uh, make my way to my, my room, um, at, at which point it becomes quite clear that um, I can't remember which room I'm in. <laughs> um, you are in room number one. Yeah, you're in room one, but I've gone to bed, so I'll be asleep. I'm asleep. Room one. You're on okay. the ground floor. Mm -hmm. So that was at the end of the uh, the passage that was uh, running from behind the library, wasn't it? Correct. Okay, right. So here's my plan. <clears throat> Is there a lock on the bedroom door? Yes. I would like to lock the door in the bedroom on the inside. In, in then, bedroom number one, I'm in, sorry, or Uncle Tim's bedroom, bedroom number one. Okay. Bedroom number one, where I am. Okay. Um, and then um, using the two uh, um, door stops, the wedges that I picked up earlier. Okay. I would like to insert those um, in the gap uh, of the um, uh, um, secret door. Okay. Uh, in order to um, keep that in place. All right, you can do uh, that. And possibly, I think, um, perhaps even um, uh, put my luggage in front of that secret door as okay. well, so that it would, if someone was able to open it, it would uh, provide quite a noisy impediment. Um, Very well. And I think okay, old would... chap. Yes, yes, just... Um, 
I don't like secret doors and things. It makes me feel a little paranoid. Um, nothing to worry about. But, no, uh, no. Good night. I don't like the idea of anyone popping in while I'm asleep. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll um, I suppose, is there a light anywhere near the, the bed? A little gas yeah, lamp? Lamps, gas light lamps, yeah. Um, well, I'll keep that quite low so as not to disturb Sydney. And um, I'll just, um, I'll, I'll stay up for a little while and, uh, and read some of the journal. Okay. How's your French? Um, oh, well, je parle pas un peu. I've got 50 in French. Okay. That's considered fluent. So I'll say you won't have to roll for it because it's not, um, it's just Timothy writing in very standard French. Um, and this is the the final few entries of his journal look a little bit like this. It's disappointing not actually in French. <laughs> <coughs> but, um, that's quite a good thing because I don't think I'd be up to it. Um, <clears throat> 20th of March, 1928. Um, and it was from the secret tome of Richard Duncan that I learned the secret of everlasting life. The process is a drastic one, but well worth the costs. I believe cooperation from the servants will also be necessary. 3rd of April, 1928. I have found a drug which I will administer to Jameson and Henrietta. In regular doses, it will steadily repress their wills. Once under the influence of the drug, they will be subject to my commands, spoken to them from the other side. I have also begun construction of the equipment necessary for the transformation. I've hired the blacksmith in Hampton to do the heavier work. Someone will have to be hired to install the gas equipment in the brew house. 19th of April, 1928. The brew house is ready. I feel my time is drawing near. The money has been securely hidden in the floor of the brew house. This journal I shall place in my study. Once the transformation is complete, I will have to move fast. It would do no good for me to have achieved a new life only to be connected with what they will find in this house after the reading of the will. The subtle poison I have prepared is ready. Jameson and Henrietta have their last instructions. The time is now. And that I will... Um, can I just say that I, I will um, tear that page out of the journal and um, secrete it about my person. Okay. And that is where we will end the scenario for this evening. Right. Wow. Our players included Seth Korkowski, Simon Ward, Mick Swan, David Gasway and myself with Holly Buto as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members. You can uh, set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. There's a link below. 
We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs follow the short provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find the link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming.